I V M. On this episode of PSFS, I speak with Rahul Jain, Head of Personal Wealth Advisory at Edelweiss Financial Services. We are going to talk about wealth management and the role of technology in this product of wealth management. Stay tuned for that episode because we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. What exactly is wealth management? How technology helps it, and the different kind of services that Edelweiss offers. Stay tuned for that. Folks, welcome to Paisa Paisa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter, and today's topic is wealth management. Actually, technology and wealth management. I know that we've done a lot of shows on mutual funds and a lot of things on the investment side, but this is one topic which is I think we are doing it for the very first time. The entire concept of wealth management, and more importantly, the aspect of technology in wealth management. My guest is Rahul Jain. Head of Personal Wealth Advisory at Edelweiss Financial Services. Rahul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for doing this for us. Let's start with an introduction to you, your background, how you came into the investment side, how you came into uh, wealth management. Thanks, thanks, Anupam, for inviting me. Journey started 14 years back, and uh, so large part of my financial service experience with Edelweiss. I just completed 10 years four months back. Okay, and uh, when I joined financial services. In 2004, as the markets were that time high on momentum, things were looking very rosy. I decided I thought that I've done the real right thing. Hmm. And uh, but also came 2008 when the start of the bad market started happening, yep. where a lot of people were thinking of uh, switching of their jobs, going to different industries. Like I have a lot of my friends who moved into real estate that point of time. Wow. And coincidentally, that time I joined Edelweiss in 2008 during in, the crash. During the crash, awesome. Ten uh, years back, hmm. and and I started as the head of sales in Delhi for retail broking business, and the career graph things kept adding to me. I think uh, organization has been very kind, hmm. giving a lot of opportunities during the period of time, and uh, the organization got expanded. We also acquired a broking arm in that point of time. It was around 2009, 10, which is an anagram. It's a very big broking house, yeah, yeah. and uh, together. But the core till 2012, you see, was largely primarily broking, hmm. just focusing on broking. And we were going to a lot of clients, talking to them. One thing which came out very clearly to us uh, at that point of time was that broking is just a product. Hmm. And uh, we anticipated that since the middle class is growing in India, there are a lot of new age population which is coming in India. Hmm. The awareness of overall financial Awareness is going up, which is now happening. Which you see, yes, we realize that broking would always be a product. Wealth management is something which would be big. Okay, because end of the day, uh, if you see, the core is understanding a client and finding his need and giving him a suitable solution. Correct, and that is all wealth management is all about. Yeah. And we thought that that will work, so that is how we started evolving to a wealth management organization in 2012. I'm happy to say that uh, we have done very well in last six seven years. We are one of the fastest growing wealth managers in the country. Sure, AUM over one lakh crore. Wow! And uh, yeah, and uh, we have been growing our top line by thirty five percent CAGR. While we do a lot of things on numbers in terms of revenue, etc., or AUM, but our clients are also very very happy with us. So NPS scores, what we talk to client and measure the hmm. scores with us, it's also growing. Because once you are closer to the client in terms of wealth management, the understanding is clear. You are able to give him the right solutions. Hmm. So that is how the journey has been. The company 
got evolved to wealth management and that made me the head of wealth management that's how it has been that's that's really good today. let's get into the concept of wealth management i mean you know i've always thought that if anybody is rich enough then surely he he can manage his own money but apparently that's not the case uh, what exactly is a product what services do you offer and what services are your clients looking out for so uh, anupam wealth management is not a product i think it's a composite offering which comprises of advisory also multi product for example everyone has a different need altogether and there there's a requirement of lot of products being available with a delivery of a relationship management or digital platform hmm. so either you take my advice through a platform or through a relationship management so if you so it would be more of a curated relationship over a period of time where the trust gets built in in a nutshell uh, wealth management is all about understanding a client need and understanding his risk appetite understanding his goals and finally then offering him a solution hmm. that is all a wealth management is all about right now if you ask me hmm. where you know that what client wants hmm. and finally then you are able to give him a solution because everyone has a very different need hmm. if i am uh, uh, nearing towards my retirement i have a very different goal versus if i am at early start uh, it's my first job i have a very different goal sure. i have a very different risk appetite and my solution to your solution to other solution will very will be very different of course so you have to have a customized understanding of individuals and that is all wealth management all about okay for someone who's never invested or never or doesn't even know of the various parts of a wealth management a service i won't yeah. call it product like you had yeah, said let's yeah, yeah. take an example of a 45 year old who is who has a family who's kind of conservative aggressive you know at at 45 you're probably in in the middle of your career fairly senior you built a nice amount of money you'll have you'll have certain priorities right you you're not an sip person at yeah, all yeah. you've got a nice pot of uh, wealth you want to probably protect it so for someone like that what typically would be an asset allocation so to say for from a wealth management perspective so uh, i'll answer you but before that i want to just give you some perspective that three things hmm. which a wealth management manager does it well for his clients one you have already asked me about asset allocation or also helping articulating goals about individuals hmm. so when i go and meet a lot of clients a lot of people in my relative set or my friends they don't know what are the goals hmm. at least the financial goals they know that they have money they want to invest but they are not sure so hmm. that is one thing which we help them to articulate second is that taxation is these days is an important one hmm. if you do it well you can save a lot of money that's hmm. the other one third is also giving functional expertise on different products because there are products which so suppose you want to invest in fixed income you want monthly returns or a retirement corpus at some point of time you might invest in a product which gives you 6% but there will be the same risk profile you can give a product which can give you 9% so here a wealth management can come and give you advice so these are three important components which a wealth manager does answering to your question at a age of 45 what my asset allocation should be so there's a thumb rule which generally people use 100 minus your age should be your equity allocation so if you're 45 and then 55% should go to equity sure but it depends on risk appetite of individual to individual so generally your risk understanding you come to know by two major things okay. one is your willingness another is your ability ability comes out from your job security family background mm-hmm. do you have lot of loans do you have lot of dependents if that is there then your risk appetite will go down sure of course willingness depends that in past you have had a bad experience in equities mm-hmm. you might say no no i want to just avoid i am mm-hmm. nearing the old age i am not going to avoid 
So if you are higher risk appetite, you might go to 55%. But if you are lower risk appetite, you do 45%. Okay. And the rest will become debt. So okay. that is how generally a thumb rule and easy rule is. Generally, people think it's very complicated. My sense is asset allocation is between equity and debt. Hmm. Largely, some amount of gold also is 5% is here and there. But my 100 minus age should be equity allocation and rest should be debt. That's okay. how you should treat it. Okay, you mentioned gold. I was in fact just going to ask you that equity and debt are the traditional, conventional asset classes that anybody would, would, would advise. Gold, you mentioned probably 5%. Does real estate have any space out there these days? or So, uh, conventional Anubam was not <laughs> equity and uh, debt largely. Yeah, if you okay. see conventional sorry, was sorry, for yeah, India. Yeah, yeah. At one point yeah, of time, kind of real estate and real, real estate, estate and gold, gold was yeah, the yeah. conventional four five years back. <laughs> You're right. That's a big trend which is changing now, moving towards financial yeah, yeah. products. Yeah. So yes, real estate itself uh, has a important component. Sure. It depends. Suppose if you don't own a house, then you need to own a house. Hmm. For me, if you ask me, I keep real estate always outside it. Okay. Because Understood. you own a house, so it becomes easy for me to then help a individual sure. if you own a house then then your uh, whole asset allocation should be around equity and debt yeah. but if you don't own a house then first own a house okay and then then finally start making your corpus around equity and, and debt yeah. that's and, how we th- and then again this is very 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 individual specific yeah, there might be some very. people who you will say own your house there'll be some people who you probably say you don't own your house it depends on risk return appetites and all of stuff it also depends on his past uh, yeah. is for family background suppose yeah. uh, if your father is any ways you have own a house yeah, 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 and that yeah. house will come, will to, come you and to you yeah, then, yeah. then there is no need of buying a house yeah, yeah, yeah. so it depends yeah. very in, individual specific yeah. there is one thing that has changed a lot in the last 10 years and that actually forms a core uh, of our episode which is technology I found that really you know really uh, interesting let's get some perspective here okay Maybe we could compare how things were done 10 years ago in wealth management how things are done now what role does technology play? So comparing 10 years is a difficult one. In, te- which way, in sure. technology, everything changes in three <laughs> years. But I'll try answer. I think if you take the changes in wealth management due to technology, if you break it into three parts, one is around adoption hmm. for technology, second is around innovation, and third is around all technology infrastructure like geo, high speed, etc. Hmm. So let's talk about the first one, which is the adoption yes. one. So adoption across age categories has been amazing. Hmm. I keep speaking about this and it is very, very non-intuitive. A age group of 55 to 70, hmm. generally age group of my father, mother, hmm. have never explored a desktop. Okay. They have never explored an email ID. Okay. But right now, if you see, they all are hooked up on mobile phones. Okay. They use Facebook. They use WhatsApp. Now, I, I was visiting Delhi a couple of weeks back hmm. and I was seeing my mom was spending 30 minutes on Amazon app <laughs> doing shopping. <laughs> That's a big change. Yeah, yeah. This is a category of age hmm. which has completely skipped desktop hmm. but has hooked up on onto mobile because the mobile usage has gone up. Yeah. And now this is two holes for us also. So we see a lot of clients from 55 to 70 age category using an app. Hmm. So that's an interesting one. So the adoption which was never happening of internet when the desktop was the core one is now happening at a very increasing rate when the mobile apps are there that's crazy i would that's, expect yeah. i would expect these people to expect uh, you know uh, reports coming in in hard copy to their house exactly. that they can actually take and yes. you know go through it and all that but that's not the case yes that's not the case wow. because for them typing a password itself is a big job huh because for me if if i imagine my mother typing a password on desk on a keyboard huh. it's impossible 
Correct. Okay. She'll not be able to do it. I, you're right. This is not intuitive. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're but right. this yeah, is yeah. the adoption which is happening. Okay. So this is in this category. But if you see other age categories, it is very automatic one. Sure. So for example, younger one, millennial ones, hmm. or people at 35, 40 age, hmm. they have now got used to using apps, mobile. Uh, for example, the advent of e-commerce websites, sure. mobile wallets, etc. Yeah. So on that sense. There's a huge adoption which is happening across categories, surprisingly on the older ones as well. Okay. The trust on doing a financial transaction has really gone up. Okay. So 10 years back uh, or 12 years back when I joined financial services, this was a big myth hmm. that let's not do something on online. Hmm, hmm, I don't know, paisa paachega ki nahi paachega. Money will reach to me or not. Yeah. Whether it will stop in between. So all these things have completely gone away. So for example, if you see how much transaction happens on e-commerce or mobile wallets, etc. Hmm. It's it's growing. The numbers are big. Ma- massive. Massive. Yeah. And it's growing month on month. So this shows that the adoption is high across and that helps us also. So sure. this is a big change happening in wealth management. Others around innovation. Okay. I think uh, the amount of innovation which is happening for the sake of creating convenience and simplicity to clients is amazing. Hmm. So I'll just give you some example. When I joined uh, my first job, opening up a DMAT and broking account, it used to take 10 days with around 50 plus signatures. I remember this. Okay. Remember? I remember so mine would take a month probably. Yeah. There were 60 plus signatures. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Now... A year back, we came out of the account opening process, Anupam, which took five minutes, three signatures, and complete online process and account is done, and you can start investing. This is a brokerage? Yes. A, a broking account? Yes. Where I can call Edelweiss and tell them, buy it's, 100 shares of XYZ? Yeah, it's after five minutes of registering, yes. Wow. And it can, you can do it online. Wow. Okay. So this is, and regulators also helped. Yeah. They have been very uh, proactive in this, creating that convenience. Hmm. So that is there. Okay. So that is one. So this is one example. Uh, we did an experiment uh, five, six months back, so, sorry, a year back around creating portfolios for client, which were more of artificial-led, intelligence-led. So what happens is you come on, on a website, put your age, uh, put your risk pro- profile hmm. and for how long you want to invest. Hmm. Click, it will give you a portfolio. In next two minutes, you can invest. Wow. And it's a customized one for Anubam only because for your age, yeah, your yeah, risk, yeah. it adjusts and gives you funds according to that. Yeah. So this is what is happening on innovation side, which is creating a lot of convenience and simplicity, hmm. which now helps a lot of adoption. Hmm. Hmm. Now I don't need, so for a person who was sitting in a small location can also open an account yeah. in 15 minutes. It's, 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 it's made life so convenient. Sure. So this is the second one. And third one is the overall technology infrastructure has really gone up. I think with help of geo and etc., I think there's mobile, free internet, high-speed internet available to everyone. Mm. You can place a trade on a mobile app, which was non-thinkable four years, five years back. Mm-hmm. So all these things together is changing the landscape completely altogether. You will be surprised that our overall volumes or, or the usage on technology platform is growing by 100% year on year. Wow. That is how the people are coming and adopting it to it. Okay. What specific uh, technology-wise apps do you, or what products do you have, I should say? It could be a website, could be an app. So, what all platforms is Edelweiss available so on the technology So, we have primarily side? three uh, platforms, Anupam. One is the website. Hmm. It's a very informative website where you can come and do all personal finance understanding. Also, do investments transactions. Then we have an app, which we call Markets app, hmm. uh, where... 
there is plethora of information around markets stocks uh, macros etc hmm. and there is also trading okay you can invest also there okay and then we were then we have a traders terminal also for professional traders sure. so these are three key platforms which we give for our clients on for wealth management perspective okay just to so for the tra- uh, on the trading terminal side okay can you give us some perspective on how technology plays a role out there you know for example uh, i'm told that these days uh, they, you can actually test a lot of strategies you can do back testing and all that is that part yeah, of yeah 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 so that's part of our platforms you can do a lot of back testing apart from that uh, due to advent of technology what is happening that there is a lot of information which now you can have it on single single screen or single space earlier you have to do lot of stuff lot of information gathering by different sources which is now coming on single source hmm. secondly when you trade when you trade in markets in large quantities you need speed hmm. and these days because of sophisticated technology the latency of speed has gone very very high okay so that helps a trader to do things well okay anything on the wealth management side in terms of technology in terms of how that has changed your offering to your clients so i just gave you an example uh, which i was telling you a robo yeah, half yeah. artificial intelligence i think it's a easier one we are seeing lot of adoption there where clients are coming just using it very conveniently on a fly so we say before your coffee gets ready you are able to invest wow. that is how we say okay so that's changing the landscape for us in a large okay large do you, do you think you know there there used to be a time where you, you would trust your broker samne se call aata tha ki sir aaj market gir raha hai ye kharido wo kharido do you think there any role for a human being now <laughs> at all no no so so we are of firm belief that in wealth management space it's not completely digital or it's not completely offline it's the omni one which works hmm. there are some aspects of things which you need a human intervention or human support still to hmm. come and convince you but once you get convinced then you want to be on your own okay so again it's a mixture yeah. it's not very clear that's completely digital or completely offline but it's a mixture okay. and you have to work around it we then get free to the question so like, i'll just huh. give you one more example Please, sorry yeah in this 5570 age category for them placing trade still is very difficult mm-hmm. so what will they do they call up rm by reliance correct yeah that's what yeah correct but earlier what used to they they wanted to also track the prices of reliance ah. so they used to call up the rm again again ab reliance kitna ho gaya ab reliance kitna ho gaya yeah. now they use the app and they just track the share price of reliance on the app so okay. they don't need to call back so they are getting adjusted okay. digitally they are using it for tracking but for real placement of order or real placement of investment they still call the rm so that is how it gets used Okay, kind of mix of both. mix of both. Okay. Exactly. And on that note, we take a small break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the show. So you spoke about artificial intelligence. I want to understand two things out there. Okay, what is the role right now of AI in your existing product? And do you think that AI can be used in the future? I don't know for predicting the markets and for a better product for your wealth management. Where's the future? Where are things going from here? So I think AI these days is getting used everywhere, and it's true for financial services also. I just gave you one example about the product which we are yes. using for AI. Uh, so that is one of the experiments which we did with AI. Sure. I think AI has has lot of scope in terms of helping a relationship manager to services clients well. Hmm. because when you manage some 100 to 200 clients there are a lot of moving parts around clients effectively if you ask me it's very difficult for a relationship manager or an organization to track everything together for a client because mm. there are so many things happening at the same point of time these days in volatile markets i think ai can help them they can power them with a lot of information which they can go and give it to the clients and then 
service them well hmm. or understand their client needs or needs and then give them a suitable product around those that is one other is that uh, there are a lot of servicing help which an ai can do so there are a lot of advent of chatbots etc which is coming which helps client getting service very fast there is no minimal intervention you can come just write some messages on whatsapp you get your contract notes you get your portfolio statements etc so there is also that's possible yeah that's possible now. i thought contact notes were just sent by email and you would get no, it no. like one day later and all no 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 aaj ke tarikh mein aaj ke tarikh awesome so this how change. does that work so it's a it's a chatbot we are just yeah. developing you need to just type your username and send space and do contract notes hmm. it will come to you Wow, and that's about how much, how many hours after the trade out, whatever. I mean, like no, no, that, this is this is live. This is live. This, wow, uh, yeah, awesome. So, last question for uh, for this episode, I want to get into if our listeners want to choose a wealth management. For, you know, so let me put it this way: today, a lot of people that I know uh, in my age group or whatever it is, a lot of question that I keep on hearing is they want to invest in a PMS. For some people, wealth management somehow has become just synonymous with just one product. Okay, कि भाई मेरे पास भी मैंने पैसा कमा लिया ना अभी. Now I want to go to the next level now. For some reason, they don't have the time to make a portfolio, choose a portfolio, and I don't know where somewhere there's a gap. They don't believe in asset allocation. मैं market चल रहा है तो stocks में ही डालो ना अभी और कहाँ जाएगा? So for them, wealth management has become like PMS. But I'm sure that you said that PMS is only one part. Maybe PMS might not even have a role. Okay, so for someone who wants to choose a wealth management advisory, a personal wealth advisory, can you give our listeners a cheat sheet, a kind of questionnaire, a kind of framework, something that would help them choose the perfect wealth management or personal wealth advisor? So uh, there are a couple of things which he should always keep in mind. One is that uh, you should always choose a wealth manager who has some reputation, who has a track record of servicing clients, because end of the day you're handing over your hard-earned money to someone. so you need a track record and some reputation that is first and foremost most important one otherwise also go to a wealth manager who have multi products because your relationship with wealth manager is not a transactory one it is over a period of time which i was saying the trust gets built he understands you well and then the overall understanding goes up so you have to have someone who have multi product availability mm. so mm. sometime so for example you might need a pms right now but it can be that a year later you might need insurance as well because you need want to do some protection for yourself you might want to do fixed income in some time in future so you have to have a wealth manager who has multi product availability also choose a wealth manager who have platforms available where you can have your servicing very easily done with low minimal interface also you can see your reports online you can see a lot of data available so a lot of information these are available so these are three four things and last and the important one is that also see that with this wealth manager most of the rms are stable or they keep changing very frequently oh wow that is a fantastic tip out there right yeah. because in my experience the guy who's filled up all the forms and and got <laughs> you and he's not there exactly yes yes so, that, that's true what what's the turnover out how can i as a client prevent that abhi banda hai chala gaya ab kya kare fir nahi but anupam when i go and meet lot of client these days yeah. the first question they ask me ki how old have you been in the system Wow. So that is a very common question these days. It's a good client, question. It's a good question. Yeah. Client asked. The client asked. I remember a meeting a week back. We were three people, and client asked everyone, "Ki how old you are in Nilwise? How?" So fortunately, we all were ten years plus that kind <laughs> of time. So yeah. he was very impressed. But yeah, that yeah, is all yeah, clients yeah, ask, yeah. and that's a good way to understand. Maybe that that that's a good tip for our listeners that when they go for a meeting with their relationship managers or with their wealth advisors, please ask them how for for how long have you been doing this? You spoke about reputation. 
how does one get an idea about reputation you know wealth management is a is actually a very complex thing i am mm. to just signing a check for you but mm. then you get into the real process of actually putting it wherever you have to and then then there is a the whole thing of it generating returns but me how do i know beyond the brand i mean how how do i gauge reputation so reputation i think couple of things one is about understanding that how old is your system running for example like for edelweiss we have been from 95 mm. so we have understanding of 24 23 years of this business mm. apart from that the other thing which is very important matrix this is how much asset you manage mm. so it's a important one so suppose there there is a 1 lakh crore you managing which mm. always reimposes the faith that there law means so many people also coming back and doing well management with you correct so these are easy criteria to pick up on and end of the day once you go into relationship you start understanding whether the you are going on the right track or it's not going on the right track and if you're not going on the right track it's easy to now switch also okay is there a dedicated rm who's given to you for your for for your relationship Yes, yes. Okay, yes. and he's like he's accessible and contactable. Yeah, yeah, he should be. Okay, just one last thing, just to understand the service better for wealth management. Typically, what are the charges out there that we're talking about? So generally, if you ask me, uh, uh, it's more of advisory. Okay, charges are generally on brokers. What we do on if you do buy stock purchase etc. Okay, and uh, we generally tend to get commission from manufacturers. That is how it works. Okay. So generally, it's it's no charge in that sense. Okay. And of course, if our if our listeners want to find out more, then edelweiss dot com. Edelweiss dot in. Okay. Edelweiss dot in is the website. I'm sure that there is an entire section on wealth management out there, and I believe that it has a lot of resources also for you to understand the wealth management product better. Raul, that completes the main part of our recording. This is a standard question that I have for all our guests. First, of course, is that some financial mistake that you made in your life, some lessons that you learned, so that. Our listeners mm. can learn from that, maybe. So one thing which I have made a mistake multiple times is not following the asset allocation principle wow. personally. Okay. And uh, paid a huge price mm. because end of the day, when you go and meet people, you realize that either they tilted towards only real estate or fixed income or equities. And generally, whenever you do invest only in one asset class, you might go wrong because asset classes also. work in patches they are not uniformly growing every year on year correct so and so that is one thing which can derail your overall thinking of growing your wealth or preserving your wealth mm. that that is a big mistake and i have done repeatedly time two three times now i am very sure that i don't want to do that mistake so last time now since market is still volatile i am very clear that this mistake is not <laughs> going to happen with me so i am very clear the other one which is very commonly one is that people generally invest in equities with the perspective of very short term yeah I think that's a big mistake. Okay. Because if you invest in short term, uh, equities in sh- in for a short term duration, hmm. chances are that when the volatility will come in, in panic you will sell off your stocks at a price which is not deserving to your portfolio. So that is something which really happens. It's a common saying. Uh, when markets go up, hmm. people ignore risk, and when market goes down. people ignore opportunities wow that can always that will always happen if you invest keeping equities into short term into perspective uh, you're seeing that now right the small yeah, mid yeah. caps have been completely wiped out yeah, and people totally. say that they they never want to get into equities again they never want to do exactly. anything whereas this should probably actually be the time when you want to consider and put some do some hard work and find out a very good uh, mutual fund to invest in. and okay folks disclaimer i just put in into the edelweiss small cap nfo okay oh, just did. because it's coming at that point yeah. and i thought it's a fantastic product and of course also one tip out here 
I had Radhika Gupta of Edelweiss AMC and do an entire three-part series on asset allocation and diversification. So if you guys want to find out more about that, and she's an awesome guest, just like Rahul is, just listen in to our series on that. And the last question, Rahul, some recommendation could be book, could be movie, could be blog, anything at all for our listeners. So one of the books uh, which I read seven years back and still has a lot of impact on me was Reminiscence of Stock Operator. Of course, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah. That's a, Edwin Leff. Yeah, and. So it it talks about a lot about how an emotional control helps you hmm. uh, react to situation in markets, yeah. and I think that's a very important one. Again, the statement I made that markets when go up, yeah. you just ignore risk, risk, and when you go down, you just ignore opportunities. I think that that book sums up that really well for you. It's always good to hear someone who believes in the classics. You know, like where where uh, where are the customers? Yours, reminiscences of a stock operator, stock operator. Then there is a bubble. There's one. Minias or bubbles or something of that sort. There's one book on that also. It's always yeah. good to hear someone believing in, in the classics. Rahul Jain, head of personal wealth advisory at Edelweiss Financial Services. Thank you so much for joining uh, the show for doing the show for our listeners and folks. Anything that you need on this uh, on personal wealth advisory, do visit the website. Give them a call on there. I'm sure they have a yeah yeah, yeah. IVRS number out there. And they can also download our app. It's okay. a Edelweiss mobile trader app available mm. on iOS and. Android both. Okay. And that's a wrap on our show, folks. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Anupam. Thanks. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.